listener, take a deep breath with us. You're now entering the Corporate Global Fantasy Premier League podcast, a relaxing space for you to think about, ideate upon, and become one with your your fantasy Premier League team. Here as your meditation guides, it's me, Taylor. And me, Evanestus. And we're so glad that you've come on this journey with us. We are now sponsored by Headspace, the meditation app. In fact, we have our own fantasy Premier League-centric meditation journeys that you can you can download for free from the Headspace app. Narrated by yours truly, or you can pay a premium for Martin Tyler, Andy Gray, Peter Drury. Any of these illustrious commentators and our meditations center upon things like Jack Grealish's calves. It's mostly just about Jack Grealish's calves, if we think about it. Yep. But it's a good time. Join us there. Download the Headspace app today. And put in the offer code CGFPL for $10 off your first download. Wow. $10 off your first download? How much, the downloads? how much How much are the downloads? They're like, what, 50 bucks? Jeez. That's still like a 20% off. Oh, that went on longer than I thought. But uh, welcome, everyone, to the Corporate Global Fantasy Premier League podcast. Hello, hello. We're back. We're back. Um, it's been a bit. We're excited to talk Premier League. Uh, we haven't watched much soccer recently, but that's not going to stop us. It's never stopped us before. It's not going to stop us now. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. Evan, how are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling very free and feeling like I have no idea where this podcast is going. <laughs> yep. We have we have a loose structure, but as always, where that loose structure will take us, no one knows. Um, to get us started off, do we want to run down the Fantasy Premier League? Evan, do you want to do that or do you want me to? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can do it. Let me run down the list real quick, and then um, uh, I'll just do it real quick, and we can talk about kind of uh, what's been going on and the race for the title and even the top four. The uh, Champions League spots. There. The Champions League spots, baby. Um, so I'll start at the top. Uh, Eli Estes um, is in first place. We got William Spicer in second place, about 30 points behind him. Um, I'm assuming my app is up to date. Probably not, though. So I won't read off the scores. We got Eli Estes first place, William Spicer second place, Evan Estes third place, and Taylor Heron fourth place. Um, those are all pretty tight. Not too far behind Taylor is Tim Griffith in fifth. Um, and then a little jump down, we've got Evan Hare in sixth, Robert Griffith in seventh, Ethan Uderbach in eighth, Wyatt Keener in ninth, Jerry Groth in tenth, and last but certainly not least, Reed Zimmerman. Reed Zimmerman. Yeah, and I, I happen to have the live FPL 
league um, pulled okay. up on my computer. And okay. Eli Estes has now opened quite the lead at the top spot. So he has, um, let's see, he's got 39, it looks like, uh, a 39-point lead on Spicer currently. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Eli's starting to run away with it. I know. We're going to um, have to catch him quick. Yeah, he had to be competitive. He got he had an 81 point game week this week and Spicer had a 46 point game week. Um mm. William Spicer who as we're recording today is turning 30 years old tomorrow. Happy birthday William. Uh, happy birthday William Spicer. Um yeah, so that's that's one of the new developments is kind of Eli asserting his dominance over the league. Yeah, it happened uh, all of a sudden. It's almost like um this season has uh, has been kind of like a uh, like a horse race where it's like you've got the pack and like you've got like the, a few at the top or at the front that are really like sticking together and then you just have that one that's waiting for their move and uh, they just will run away with it and, uh, literally the yep. horses will run away with it um, and Eli's gonna run will run away with it I think unless it's someone makes way. a drastic drastic. Uh, move we'll see anything can happen if people have chips specific captaincies will come off you never know yeah still i'm still still competitive i think so I'm looking, the next two weeks will really be important yeah i'm looking at some of the chips because they have them listed here on fpl live fpl and it looks like spicer still has his bench boost to use yep me and eli are out right I'm. I still have my free hit, which I'm probably going to use this week. I think. Um, and Tim, I mean, God bless him, has only used his first wild card <laughs> in his free hit. So I <laughs> use honestly, those chips. I honestly, I kind of hate this because what that means is the person who is currently eleven points, or no, I'm sorry, twenty-one points behind me in the league, um, could. Uh, just catapult. Just catapult in front of me, and I would have no idea. Yeah, you know, a triple captain yeah. Holland and nothing. Nothing you could do. Yeah, I'm triple toast. captain Holland. You're yeah, you're toast just from that one. And then a bench boost can be decent. You know, another like 10, 15 points if you're if you play it well. Um, and yeah. he still has his wild cards. <laughs> and the he same can always true, make drastic changes. The same is true of Evan Hare because Evans only used his. First wild card, his free hit, and his bench boost. So, so if y'all are listening, it's firepower. It's not over till it's over. I have texted Evan multiple times about using, making sure he uses all of his free chips. So, or yeah. his chips. Uh, has he been? Uh, has he been keeping up with the the league? I always wonder uh, if um, you know who all is keeping up with the league. Not even just from a fantasy standpoint, but from like actually keeping up with it on a week to week basis. Um, do you know who all is um, pretty invested? Because it's hard to tell from who's in on Discord because they may not just be talking on Discord. They may be watching the game still, though. Yeah, um, I know Evan is. He's not like as keyed in as I am, for instance. But we text most Saturdays just about nice. how things are going. Um, he's a Leicester fan, so he's oh, having okay. some tough times right now um, hey, with the possibility of relegation. Yeah. 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 You're you're not in the relegation zone currently, so that's a blessing. <laughs> no, no, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, that was a bad. It doesn't game look this doesn't look good. Yeah, that that's going to be a very another very interesting 
uh, race is the relegation. I mean, I, I, to me, I don't really care about anything other than the title and relegation. I don't really care about the other European spots. It's just, yeah, whatever. It's just yeah. not been very fun. Well, at least I don't know. I mean, I want, I want like Newcastle or Brighton or, you know, someone like that to, to grab one or maybe both of them will grab a European spot, which would be nice. But other than that, I'm not really like paying attention to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's looking more and more like Newcastle will grab a Champions League spot, which is nice. Um, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how, if they do, how that plays out next season um, yeah. with them having to balance both. I, I imagine it might time out well that they just got new owners as well because they may still have some money to pour into it. So they may end up beefing up their squad and being okay, but you never know. They, they could struggle to try to balance the two. That's true. Although I don't know that it's it would be any more onerous than Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. It do, it doesn't really matter which league they're in. If they have multiple games during a week, it's going right. to be tough. Yeah, that would be interesting to know. I would be interested to know whether a Champions League team plays ends up playing more or fewer games than a Europa League team. Well, actually, depending I guess if they go far enough in Champions League, then they will probably play more than maybe a Europa League because the Champions League, at some point, you drop down to Europa, right? Mm, oh, I that's, don't, that's a good point. I don't remember how that works. I don't, I yeah. don't remember how that works. And honestly, I hate that. I think it's yeah. very dumb, but whatever. That's just yeah. my opinion. So it's all very strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the race in our league is is on. And although it does, I think we can we can describe Eli as pulling away right now, just based on his performance. Would you say this is a pulling away yeah, situation? What, yeah. What cliche do you want to use? Uh, is it the title is, is it, in his hands? Is the title in his hands? Uh, what else? Is he's pulling away. Uh, it's, it's his to he, lose. He certainly doesn't have it wrapped up. He doesn't have it wrapped up. No, doesn't have it wrapped up. The t- I would say the title is in his hands, though. I would say so. Even with would... the chips yet to be played. I think with that lead, all he's got to do is maintain it, and he's got it. Yeah. It is interesting. I feel like I tend to hear, like, destiny, like your destiny is in your own hands more than the title is in is your his own name, hands. Is his name written on the cup? <laughs> oh, no. Definitely not. I feel like that's <laughs> there, even more There was more controversy, though, up. around that phrase because pe- half, half the people didn't know what it meant. They right. thought it was the other way around, so... Yeah, I don't know. Do you that think? Do you convoluted. think having your name written on the cup happens is more or less certain than having it wrapped up? Oh, less certain. Really? Because yeah, wrapped, because I don't wrapped up cause, like, just because the phrase itself is convoluted. But um, if you're meaning having a name on the cup means you're destined to get to win it, yeah, then. Is that, I think it's probably you, it's probably about the same. I would say maybe it's a it's the same thing. Although it's also been this is me and you just talking football cliches. Um, that's okay. It's um, but also they mentioned that there was an element of luck to it, meaning that it was like destined to happen just because they like just fortune was headed their way. So in that sense, maybe it's not quite as certain as having it wrapped up. Meaning if they wrapped it up. Or if yeah. Eli wraps it up, it's it's a done deal. Whether That's a good point. If they've got the name on the cup, then it's like, yeah, the soccer gods want them to win, but 
one small change yeah. could go the other way. And I think that's because having your name written on the cup sounds like having your name written in the stars, you know, which which has like a kind <laughs> I of thought like, about that, which has like a kind of destiny thing to it. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. actually like having your name written on the cup really like has that much to do with like your like luck, honestly. But but if you're thinking about the the cup as like a package, you would probably wrap it up after like if it was, you know a box or a gift or something you would write your name on the cup and then wrap it up yes exactly <laughs> okay i think that's what would happen um, all right so so wrapping it up is more certain i think so you could have your name written on the cup but then someone else could come scratch it out still but if you yeah. wrap it up it's done present yeah i think i think you can't wrap it up until you are like mathematically the winner yeah, 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 yeah. I, personally, that's how I would want to use it. Although I could see people using it just in a conversation, like like when City won it by a huge margin a few years ago. It, it was obvious. It's like by they like by February, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's it's probably wrapped up," even yeah. though mathematically they hadn't. But it's not like they were going to lose ten games in a row, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I guess some people do kind of use it in that kind of silly way too, which is like, you know, the first time City like wins a couple games and goes into first place in like October. It's like, oh well, there's the season wrapped up. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. That's anyway, crazy. Evan or I'm sorry, Eli is uh somewhere in he's the He's in the process of wrapping the, it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone he's... could still come cut his tape. Which is kind of paper. interesting because then at that is he wrapping it up for himself? <laughs> that actually is an interesting phrase now that you mention it. Like what is he wrapping up? He's wrapping up yeah, he's gifting it to himself. That's weird. Huh. It's or maybe it's like he's he's like he's like taking something to go from a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> or leftovers. <laughs> I mean, surely winning a trophy is way more important than just leftovers. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm just trying to think the of community, The community shield is the leftovers. I'm just trying to this. think of situations in which one would wrap up something that, something you, for themselves. One that you actually intend to open yourself. I think, actually... You know what? If we said... If, if Eli is in the restaurant... Okay. Of Fantasy Premier League. And we're all there at the table. The Fazolis. The Fazolis. Yeah, excuse me. The Fazolis. How could I? We will. This is foreshadowing. We'll this, talk is about a, this is a a keen segue. <laughs> we were going to save it for later, but I guess we got to talk about it now. Yeah. So Eli is at the Fazolis, and we're all there too. We're all eating, and it's a competition. Not necessarily a competition, but who can be done with their dinner and this sounds really if, likely <laughs> and if eli is done eating dinner he's wrapping up his to-go box and he's the first he's wrapping it up he's, he's got it all wrapped one. up he's the first one now he's gonna pay um and he's probably having his cake and eating it too interesting he's having his cake and then he's wrapping it up to go he's gonna eat it he's that's also a weird phrase. Having your cake and eating it too. It's like Yeah, I don't even know. When would means. you have a cake and not eat it? That's like a that, Are you that saying to have me is the H-A-L-V-E-S? anomaly. H A L V E S? 
No, no, no. Having, no, having, like, like in owning. your possession. <laughs> That's the phrase, right? Having That's your what I think, but you, too. but you said have in oh. a way that made me think that maybe it was H-A-L-V-E-S. <laughs> having your cake. That's not what I meant, but that would also be a very funny phrase. Yeah. But if you have your cake and eat it too, that should be the standard, which is weird that we've even yeah, said I guess, like that's I guess so. that's not how is that the celebratory thing? Like yeah. that should be the normal thing. If you had your cake and w- weren't able to eat it, that's that to me is a better use of the analogy because it's more dramatic. I think that's that's probably a good point. Although I, I'm with you on your Fazoli's thing, except that if we were Having all his the, breadsticks and eating it too, if we were all in the restaurant and we were all in this thing, which we will be soon, which we will be soon, uh, <laughs> then what that implies is that we're all wrapping it up. It's just that he's wrapping well, it up first, which maybe is true. Actually, actually. Here's what happens. So, like, does Crystal Palace wrap things no, up? No, here's I what happens. Here's No, here it is. It's a competition who can eat the fastest. And whoever finishes the food first, everyone has to stop. <laughs> the person that ate the food the fastest gets all of their leftovers. So oh. they get to wrap up the leftovers of everyone else's food and take it home. So this is what that phrase is referring to. Yeah, Good probably. to know. Good to know. Yeah, okay. Um well, do we want to talk about Fazoli's? Let's move on to something that the listeners are probably more interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so, listeners, you will remember, I think most of you have been a part of the league before, um, that uh, at the end of each season... Taylor and I own a Fazoli's. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not just at the end of the season. All the time we own a Fazoli's. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the season, we open the Fazoli's up for the end-of-season party um, for members of the corporate global fantasy premier league and, and we it, shut it down like yeah no nobody else can come in arcade is all ours and yeah. is, there, is there an arcade have we yes, established in ours there okay. is okay um uh and so that will probably happen at around the same time it did last year which was around the beginning of june i think um so just to kind of put that in your brains for something to think about we'll obviously have more details and scheduling stuff as that gets closer but we uh cannot wait to have you all join us and um yeah just be thinking about that we'll have some prompts maybe to ask you to think about ahead of the ahead of the fazoli's party you will have some homework you will have some homework you need to come prepared and even if you don't it's not the end of the world just i hope you've had improv classes (laughs) um yeah so Get excited. Get excited. We're starting, you know, we're warming up the breadsticks for you. Yeah. And I, and whatever whatever you it is you're going to eat. I did have a thought when I was running the other day that um uh soon as in in the next couple months between now and the facilities party, I will have to think of more awards to give to people. Oh, yeah. That was a very pleasant thought. I cannot wait to do that. I love your awards. They're great. I love the presentation. We're giving some of the stuff away, but this is stuff that we've done before. But we also are going to try to do maybe a couple new things this season as well. Yeah. Uh, going to try to mix it up a little bit, keep you on your toes. Yeah. As a um, franchise, we always try to innovate. Yes, which is why we tried those hot wings uh, not that long ago. I think that was last year. The we hot tried wings. hot wings. And we did hot wings, but it was like, uh, chicken. It was like drumsticks with marinara sauce on them. Yeah, and speaking of, uh, I'm currently drinking a, uh, an Italian pilsner. Interesting. In honor, in honor of our 
in honor of Fazoli's. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, all right. Well, um, Evan, I want to hear about your your soccer playing exploits. Okay. Cool. Um, well, it's been a very interesting season. Um, lots of kind of like stopping and starting. It's not been like a super smooth thing. Like some weekends there's a game, some weekends there isn't. It's just been kind of hectic. Um, and I'll probably go over that more in depth. You'll get more information once the se- once my season wraps up at the end of the month um, because I'll go over my fantasy points. And I think just reading that out will be interesting. And I'll probably end up posing the question of, you know, what kind of like what fantasy player was I? Um, would you have picked me in your team? That sort of thing based yeah. off of my fantasy points. Um, I will say I've been a slightly frustrating figure. So, um, <laughs> um, but overall, the, the team's going, the team's doing well. We're going to probably be, uh, we're going to be fighting, I think, for the top, at least the top couple of spots, um, but probably fighting to the last day for the title in our specific tier. Um, uh, let's see. I feel like there was something else. I've played mostly uh, Defender, but uh, the last game that we played, I played up top most of the time and a little bit like out wide um, in the midfield. Um, and I ended up I ended up scoring uh, when I played up top. Congratulations. It was not the um, it was not the smoothest. Uh, well, the, the lead up to it was nice, but the actual finish itself not great, but it went in, so it doesn't matter. Nice. Wow. But yeah, it's going well. Having a great time. It's been fun. It was. Uh, I will say this: the um, there was a. So I we started the season, then I was out for a little bit. Had a foot injury. That I think is getting better. Hmm. Um, but when I initially came back from my foot injury, I had a soccer game. Um, I think. I guess it was still. I think it was probably still. March, maybe early April. And it's like late March, early April. And it snowed. And it was snowing while we were playing. Hmm. Literally the the week after, one week, seven days, it was like 60, 70 degrees and sunny. Wow. <laughs> it was weird. That's it was so very weird. weird. Um, yeah, it was very strange. But it's sunny now. So the weather has been absolutely sublime lately. Um, so I'm ready to I'm ready to go play, um, ready to go play some more this coming weekend and the weekend after, and um, hopefully um, our team can wrap up the title. Nice. Uh, but yours is just getting started, so I would love to hear how things are going on your end. Yeah. So I've played two games so far. We play on Sunday nights, and we played two weeks ago, and then we didn't have a game on Easter, and then um, played again last night. And yeah, it's been so much fun. Um, have, did we talk? Have we talked since I played my first game? I can't remember. I don't think so. I can't remember. I think maybe like through text or something. I okay. saw. But yeah, how is it going? It's It's been so much fun. Like, so the first, I'm on a team called Wapalani Dons, which is uh, Wapalani <laughs> is like a, a road uh, that runs in here in town. Um, and the first game, I, well, I don't know anybody on these teams except for uh, they're on one of the other teams in the league. 
one of the professors from my department is playing and he's like 78 years old. Wow. Yeah. Bob Edwards. Is he any good? Wait, hold uh, on. What did you just say his name was? Bob Edwards. Oh, I thought you said Bob Evans. Bob no. Evans, like the restaurant. <laughs> he's Bob like Evans. That guy, the Bob owner of Bob Evans? Evans? That would be amazing. Uh, no, he's like a medievalist in my department and uh, is, uh, yeah, just <laughs> When you say around. that, I just immediately think he's LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so the first game... I didn't actually play for my real team because we had all of our players, which number in total, I think like 17 or 18 players. Um, Dang, on yeah. uh, what is it, 11 v 11, 10 v 10? 10 v 10. So it's a lot. <laughs> okay. uh, and and one of the other teams that was playing on a different field didn't have enough to make their team. So I went up and played over that over there. And I kind of regret that a little bit because I had a lot more fun with the other team than I did with my actual team. Uh, they were oh, just like... Wow. They were just like much more chill and uh, yeah, just more fun to play with than my actual team has been. Maybe it'll get better. Who knows? Um, mm. But that first game, uh, something I'm discovering is people don't really care about the score that much. Like they'll play really competitively, but they don't really like the score doesn't seem to be kept very well. So in both games, ostensibly, both the games I played in were tied, but I don't think that was actually the case. Hmm. I think that's just what people are saying. Um, Were there refs? No. Oh, there's no refs. No. This is like there's no the, refs in your league. Yeah. So, so this is maybe something I'm realizing <laughs> okay. is the. I think it's maybe one tier below where I really maybe should be playing. Um, okay. And yeah, because I think there's like an intermediate league that maybe would be a better fit for my skill level, but I didn't really know that. I w- I wasn't sure like how good I was going to be, like yeah. how ready I was yeah. going to be. Yeah. Um, but which is totally fine, and it's it's been a lot of fun. But um, yeah, so both games have been like there have been probably like ten goals scored in both games. I would say both both games, if they did tie wow. tied around like five five or six six something like that. Um, Jeez. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. Wow, we that is very different from ours. I mean, we there has been there have been a few high scoring games in our league, but in general, it's like at least in our games specifically, we um, we keep it very tight in the back. We've only been scored on once, and it was a penalty. There's 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 one game in particular that I guess I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and yeah. talk about it. it. Doesn't need to be saved for the for the final one because it doesn't really matter. The only time we've been scored on so far, and typically we don't score very many either. So we like keep it tight in the back. And I think the most we've scored in a game is like three. Hmm. Um, and most of the time it's only like one or two. So um, anyway, but there, the only time we've been scored on was a, was a penalty. And it was when we were playing this really jerk team. Um, and we only had – eight players and they had 11 mm. we were down three people wow um and we said we tied one to one. Oh um, my that's amazing we, we were I we love were that. winning we were winning one we were winning one nil uh, and then within the last like 20 minutes they got a penalty the dude, hit the, po- the dude hit the post because okay so the first penalty was given away because there's no slide tackling allowed and uh, we had someone that slid and like kicked it out for a goal kick and they, they gave a penalty. The guy hit the post. 
Wow. So we're like, wow, okay, we're going to win this game. It's 1-0. We just got to keep it tight. And we're exhausted. This is the game where it had been snowing. Yeah. Um, And we're exhausted by the end. And then with like 10 minutes or less left, probably less than 10 minutes left, um, someone fouled someone in the box and – it was they they had a penalty and they scored so it was one one a one one draw but we were down by three players so if we had had all if we had had a full field i think we would have beat them easy um so that's annoying yeah and they were just really rude like they just had so many players that were just like just rude and sarcastic and to each other as well like Mm. i don't like they were just like not fun to play against um and then one the guy that like hit the post on his penalty kick like was like complaining to one of our players who uh the center back next to me was like running chasing after a ball and he was running next to her and i was coming up to clear it so uh she kind of like shoulder just kind of went shoulder to shoulder to kind of like slow him down and get him out of the way and then i cleared it and hmm. they they ran behind me and I didn't see what happened, but she told me later, like, uh, he didn't like that. He didn't fall down or anything. Um, he just, like, as he was running back, was, like, gave her a death stare and said something like, I have to work in the morning. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah, we all do. Wow. What, what you, you didn't get hurt. This wasn't a dangerous play. And also, you're, like, at least six inches taller than her. Like, She's not like she didn't like elbow you or like do anything oh aggressive. It was just like a classic, just like coming together. And it, I wouldn't even call it that. It was just like running side by side, and then like she was just like up against him, and like that was it. And the guy like wow. freaked out. And like, I have to. Work and then in and the then morning. and then at the end of the game, purposefully did not give her a hand, uh, like a high five, handshake at the end of the oh, game. Oh man! And then and then when we were like all at the we were all like huddled together like on the sidelines and we're just kind of getting ready to leave he came over and said oh sorry did i miss you and gave her a high five then we're like that's so crazy that put me in such a bad headspace it that's why i didn't want to bring it up because i was like oh man gonna make me so mad well this is something Um, i'm interested to like chart out maybe over the course of the next couple episodes are some of the because i don't have any solidified yet but i think in the next couple weeks i will some of the like archetypes of rec soccer, like the kind of there's archetypal players. Ones, yeah. People are so annoying. Yeah. There's so... especially around soccer when it's like people are like reliving a kind of like competitive thing that they used to have. Yeah. 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 I don't understand. And the refs, the refs aren't great either. Um, would you not could, always? Are you um, a chatty player? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like constantly I'm, talking. Constantly I'm discovering that I am also a chatty player. I had totally forgotten that about myself. And the very first game, I was talking back back to the ref a couple times. Well, not really talking back to him, but I was like talking to him, like, "What, what are you talking about? Like, why was that a foul? How was that not a foul?" Yeah, like trying to get him to explain things to me. And I was like, "Okay, I might need to calm down a little bit." But at the same time, like, if it's a it's if a thing where someone can get hurt, then I'm going to say something. I'm going to yell. Um, also I'm going to like talk to my teammates, like get in shape. I need someone to drop, like help me out. But my team is also really good. Everyone on my team is like, um, I don't know. They're just all very good. Um, they're like, we have a like very pretty even 
team. Like everyone is good and also around the same quality. I would say like there's, it's not like huge. Like we got some people that are really bad and some people that are really good. It's like pretty even. Yeah. So, which is, it, it helps a lot. Like, um, being able to pass around and stuff. So I don't know. Do you have any, how, what is your team's demeanor? Cause our team is typically competitive, but nice. I would say we're uh, like, we're pretty nice, but we are competitive. We want to win. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that enough about my team yet to know what we're like. I, I think what's part of the, my frustration in terms of liking playing with the first team more than playing with my actual team is I think the other team was like a level of chatty that was like close to what I am and no one on my actual team talks. Like it's, it was very weird last night or two, yeah. Was it last night? Yeah. It was last night. Yeah. Last uh, night. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I just love having like, I like talking with like the, the opposing players. Like if I'm marking someone, like these are all the things that make playing soccer fun to me. And like, no yeah. one was having it. It was weird. Hmm. Interesting. But our skill level is like really variable. Like oh, I would really? say, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty all over the place. Um, and so that's one of the other reasons why maybe I think next time I'll play in a, in a tier up if, if um, yeah, it'll make it a little bit less that way. What positions have you played? Uh, this most recent game, I just played right back and right midfield, um, nice. which were I was pretty comfortable with. Right back, I think, is just like my my natural habitat, um, and that's do you bomb? Forward. Do you bomb forward? Are you a Reese James? I, tr- I tried Trent Alexander Arnold, or I, I did a couple times. I almost scored one time that way, actually. Um, really? Yeah, nice. I I bombed forward and cut inside and had a shot that like. I would say fizz past the post, um, nice. uh, but I did not end up scoring. Have you scored yet? No, I've assisted once. Nice. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good for uh, a right back or a right winger. Yeah. Well, that's the assist, you're, you're the assist was do. actually I was playing center midfield. Oh, it was the first game. Okay. Um, yeah. And that was with the other team, and I was kind of just like filling in wherever. But nice. Yeah. Um, I might be playing in a tournament in Santa Fe. That would oh. be fun. Things are getting serious. Seven v seven v seven. Well, I don't think it would be that serious, but I don't know. It might be if it's a tournament. It might be pretty intense. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So we'll see. It depends on how my foot holds up over the next uh, for the rest of the season. Um, but that would be that would be in the beginning of June, actually. So um, we'll have to work around the Fazoli's party. But nice. Don't worry. I'll be I'll be at Fazoli's. You have to be. I have to be. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. More to come on that listeners and if you listeners i know a couple of you are playing in leagues of your own if you um have any you know amazing troubling disconcerting soccer experiences please put them in the discord and we'll be happy to highlight them in the podcast yeah keep track of fantasy points if that's what something you want to do that's what i'm doing yeah i mean it might be different for each person it's going to be kind of like variable but um because everyone's playing something different. I'm playing 11 v 11. You're playing 10 v 10. My brother's playing uh, 7 v 7 or 6 v 6 or something. Like it's just kind of. Yeah, I I I know I will score at least one goal this season. Yeah. Just because of how. I mean, it's such a high scoring scored. game. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's a uh, it's you know it's not like it's jam packed back there. So. Yeah. You need and to just de- start ripping shots from like 40 yards out. The defenses on, are not winning. Depending on the be. goalies. One of the first goal that we scored this past week was like an absolute beauty. This girl like 
Oh man, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah, I don't. I can't even describe it. But I kind of um, wish our games were a little more high scoring, and we could have fun like just shooting and stuff. But I don't know. It ends just. Up, it ends up just being kind of compact. We have like a really good defense in midfield, and then like we don't really have a ton of people like up top or out wide that are like prolific goal scorers necessarily. We all are good at passing. <laughs> so, yeah. You need it. a creative, you need a creative force up front. Yeah. And no, we need a goal scorer. We need, we, we actually have some pretty decent, like creative people. It's just, we don't have anyone that would just shoot the ball or, you know, whatever. So that is something we have is we have a striker who is, I think he's probably like maybe 50 um and he is a true poacher like oh he's he's talking about like archetypes he's like probably like 50 as i say um clearly in the box yeah clearly like used to play at a decently high level wears so like the like we have like uniforms that you wear so you can't like do that much to freak to freak your uh your your outfit but he wears like chelsea shorts and chelsea socks um (laughs) like that have like the cfc on them um and uh kind of like takes takes himself very seriously um so that's like kind of a funny and he's not he's like not that good he's like just okay um but clearly like thinks he's better than he is but um is very much a poacher and like he scored a couple like uh you know six yard box goals this past he's there for yeah you need him for yeah Get the ball in there. Whip it in, Taylor Hare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Do you want to talk about these two questions we've got? Yeah, I guess let's talk about uh, Premier League and fantasy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much of like the Premier League, Premier League we need to get into. I think if we just yeah. confine it to these two questions, we'll probably be be set. Cool. All right. What's the first one? What do we got? Uh, do you want to? Let's do the the Villa one first. So Evans, or I'm sorry, Eli's question. Um, so Eli asks, what's up with Villa and co, i.e. Watkins, Mings, Martinez? Can they keep this up for the rest of the season? So Evan, I'll ask it to you. What's up with Villa and co? Um, I think they're just a better team since Unai Emery came in. Um, I, I don't know. I, I It's not like I'm like analyzing them or anything like that. So I'm taking it from a very like high level, just kind of like quick glance. And and all I see is they're just a better team since he's come in and um, can they keep it up for the rest of the season? And I think, yeah, I think they probably can. Um, they don't really necessarily have anything to play for, which is something I usually want to see, right. um, especially if I'm bringing in fantasy players, but I would say um, I think there's just a good team. I mean, they, the, here's the thing. They had quality players um, before Emery came in. So it's not like they were a bad team. Um, I think people were expecting them to be top half pretty comfortably based off of the talent. Yeah. And then it just didn't work out. And then Unai Emery came in and he's just kind of put things together and he's getting, um, I feel like Buendia is starting to, to really come into his own there. Um, Ollie Watkins has found form. Um, and I don't know. There's just like other players that he mentions like Mings and Martinez. And I don't know. I just think that they're just a better overall team. Um, so yeah, I definitely think they're going to keep it up. Um, whether or not to bring them in for fantasy, 
is a different question. And I think you probably should be thinking about bringing some players in from Villa. Um, but those are just my kind of general thoughts. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree. I think the question, there's maybe a distinction between the question of how well Aston Villa will continue to do versus how well Ollie Watkins will continue to do because he's been scoring like crazy. And I don't know that that itself is sustainable, but I do think that Aston Villa will continue to do well for the rest of the season. And I do think it's also largely down to Unai Emery, which makes me think that, uh, yeah, it's. I think this will they'll be competitive for a Europa League spot maybe next season. I think that would be amazing. Um, and I don't see any reason to doubt that with, you know, they've got Jacob Ramsey, who's kind of like, um, you know, Jude Bellingham light kind of guy um, <laughs> yeah. who, if he continues to improve, will only be better. And I, I, I read that Ollie Watkins said somewhere about playing under Unai Emery that it's like part of the benefit is that he's like pretty rigid in like where he wants you to be and the kinds of like moves that he wants you to make. Um, and I think they found that like beneficial after like the kind of Steven Gerrard, like, um, you know, maybe a little bit less tactically astute um, manager, having someone who like has a very defined sense of what they want to do. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it's all good things for us and Villa. They seem to have picked the right coach, which is a majority of the battle. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge battle and most teams get it wrong so many times and so it sounds like they've finally landed on one that's pretty good. Hopefully he sticks around for a little while and they can improve. But it sounds similar to, um, honestly, um, when you mentioned that, specifically for Ollie Watkins, because he's kind of like the talk of the town fantasy-wise yeah. from Villa. Um, I think there's probably a case to be made for Mings and Martinez that Eli mentioned yeah. defensively. Um, and probably someone – like if you have a weak defense like I do – I might bring in one of their players. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, but as far as Ollie Watkins goes, um, when you say that, it really harks back to um, – do you remember when Carlo Ancelotti was at Everton? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feels like a decade ago. Um, it was only really like two seasons ago, um, which is absolutely bonkers. Yeah. But when he came in, uh, that was the best season DCL has had. Mostly because he was fit, right? Yeah. Um, or at least part of it was because he was fit. But the other part of it was because uh, Ancelotti told him, I need you to be in the box. And I need you to be there and only be there. And you're going to get tap-ins. You're going to get headers. That's where you're going to be. We're going to get you the ball. But you just have to be in these spots. Yeah. And so very rigid, at least with with uh, how he wanted his forward to play. And that was the best season he had. He was great. Um, and I think he learned a lot from that. DCL did. And I think if he was playing, he would still have a lot of that mentality. Um, and so I think maybe a similar thing is happening happening with Ollie Watkins. He's finally getting into a place where, um, you know, they're kind of like building the team to a point where they can get him the ball and get him to score. And it's very rigid. Like he's going to stay in the middle um, cause I remember there were times when, you know, he would drift out wide, he'd go get the ball and like, yeah. it's like, he doesn't need to be doing that. Like 
he's sure he's maybe good and like a little bit of an open player making a run, but he's good. If, if he can work on his finishing and getting in the right spots, then he's going to get goals and he's doing that. So I don't think he'll score one goal every single game, but he's not Harry Kane or at least yeah. not yet. Um, and so I, I still see value in him as an asset, even if he doesn't score every game, if he scores, Every other game, like one and two or one and three, that's still not bad for his price. Right. Um, and like, who else are you going to be getting um, with Mitrovic out? Tony, I don't know about Tony. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. Yeah, um, Brentford aren't playing as well as they have been recently. Right. And like Tony with his possible ban and like yellow cards and stuff. And um, so, yeah, I think Ollie Watkins is still a good pick regardless of like if he drops off a little bit. But yeah. that's just me. Yeah, it was pretty impressive how well they played against Newcastle um, this past weekend. I was I was kind of shocked. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I have Mings currently, and I plan to keep him. Um, I and I am I am free hitting this week, I think, and I think I'm probably going to bring in Watkins um, as nice. part of that free hit. Um, cool. The second question we have from. Spicer, birthday boy Spicer, is um, who do you think has been the best player this year who isn't fantasy relevant or the player you can't quite manage to bring in because they aren't quite good enough at fantasy? Um, I've got a couple names written down. I don't know if you have any on, on your brain, Evan. You, you go first. You go first. Okay. I mean, the number one, the far and away, I think, like, obvious pick for this would be Casemiro at manchester united mm. not yeah not a fantasy asset really in any sense but someone who pretty clearly has like transformed that team in the in terms of the way they play when he's playing with them and the way they play when he's not playing with them uh, similar to ngolo conte at chelsea yeah um, the first like couple years that he was there just you know world-class player but you can't you, you can't get him because he doesn't do anything in fantasy um, that kind of player is like classic for this question. Yeah. I mean, you think about like Fernandinho, um, you know, those types of players that are like a little bit playing a little bit farther back, but they're like just so, so good. Yeah. I've got two others in that kind of slot who this year I've, I've really enjoyed watching who I haven't been able to bring in because they're in that kind of defensive midfielder spot is, I mean, I, I'm a huge Tyler Adams fan, so I would love to have Tyler Adams in my fantasy team, but there's yeah. no way that's happening because the man like, you know, gets within, you know, 10 yards of the, of the 18 yard box and just like automatically passes it. He will never, he will never shoot. And then, um, Joao Paulinha at Fulham. Oh, he is incredible. I love him. Yeah. I love that. He's so tall. He's so tall and so aggressive at the same time, yeah. which is a kind of a rare combination. Yeah, he's he's cool. I like him a lot. Yeah. Anytime I play him, he like stands out. Um I like him a lot. Um But while we're talking about this before we move on to some other players, specifically this like sp- particular slot of player, yeah. this type of player, um I do wish that Fantasy Premier League would enable them to receive more points on some metric. Um, and I remember playing the Bundesliga fantasy game a long time ago when I was first getting into fantasy uh, soccer. 
Um, and they had something where it was like they they had more ways to get points. Hmm. Um, whether that was like I don't remember exactly what it was, but like for this particular slot, you could think about like um, even just like uh, duels one or like tackles or like something like that. Like just throw in one. You don't need to like change it. I mean, goalies have uh, saves, right? Right. So it would be nice if you could have like a pretty clean metric that you could use for defenders, uh, for defensive midfielders. Um, that they a way for them to get maybe a couple, even just a couple extra points. Yeah. Every game that would, I think would just make the game explode um, because people would want to bring them in and it would just open up your opportunities. Cause that's like the last to me, that is the final type of player that just gets missed out. You can't bring them in. There's no reason to bring them in. Yeah. Um, so if they could figure that out, if they could tweak it just a little bit, that would be, I think that would be probably the biggest change that I would want to see from, from FPL is to get them some more points. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I, I would be interested to know if FPL would be more inclined to do, to do that by bringing in a whole nother metric. Like, as you say, like, um, like, like contests one or passes completed or something, or if they just like adjusted the levels of the existing metrics. So like, maybe they get like two points for a clean sheet, but they, you know, they like, there's something there that they could, some way they could balance the metrics that they already have. Um, another, another player. thing you, they could do, although I don't know if it would work as well is maybe changing the bonus point system. So that way, more of the things that they do are are get are getting them bonus points more yeah. often. Again, that's like if you have a if you have a guy that scores three goals and then you have a defender that keeps a clean sheet, uh, like they're probably not going to get bonus points anyway. But yeah. in some games where it's like nil nil or like one one, yeah, or something like that, where there's not not a crazy ton of points anyway, they may end up getting some bonus points. Like I don't know. <laughs> Something like that would would help, but um, as far as other players go, that I would like to have in fantasy, but really can't. Um, I would say I've had I've had them, um, even though I shouldn't have. Uh, but basically, all of Chelsea, I would love to bring in. <laughs> I'd like <laughs> to just nice. try them. Yeah. Like a I have sampling. tried them and it's I'd not like gone a sam- well. I'd like a sampling of Mudrick and a sampling of Jean Felix and a sampling of yeah, just I don't a know. tiny little amuse boo, amuse 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 whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a little tasting platter of all of yeah. them. It would be nice. Chilwell, Reese James, even Keppa. You know, throw them all in. Ugh. It would be nice. They um, are they are shocking at the moment. It is incredible. It is uh, wild to watch. I don't know. I don't even part yeah. part of me wants to just blame Todd Bowley because he's a dumb American owner, but it's not all down to him. It can't be. I mean, they have talent there. They should be doing better. Um uh, some other players uh, from fantasy perspective. Um, well, going back to Villa, someone that I really haven't brought in, 
that hasn't really quite done enough um, in order to warrant a spot. And not necessarily because he's bad, but because there's just so many other midfielders that are cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, but Buendia, I think, is like – Buendia and Leon Bailey, I think, are both fun. But you can't justify it if you've got so many other players like Arsenal midfielders and Brighton midfielders. There's no room. There's just no room for someone like Buendia or Bailey. Um, uh, I mean, another one that I would love to have is Eze. Same yeah. category, like creative midfielder, like just doesn't quite do enough. Unfortunately. Although now, I mean, people are starting to hot on to Crystal Palace assets with Roy the Boy. I think that's a little. I think that's a little. Um, I don't know. I think you're jumping the gun if you do it. To be honest, as they scored two goals this past week, I'm not doubting his talent. I think he's definitely deserving of of being a good fantasy asset. I just think it's Roy Hodgson. Like they have not attacking this week. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. But Roy Hodgson's teams, Roy Hodgson's Palace, does not score five goals in a game. They, they did been. this past. It happened once. That's why I'm saying you're jumping the gun. <laughs> if you want to do it, go for it. Be my guest. I would love to be able to do that. I just can't within my heart of hearts. I would love yeah. to be able to, but I just can't. I'm just saying there's just there's a world it. in which there's a world. I don't in trust which that dinosaur. My... <laughs> He's an owl. He's not a dinosaur. Oh, sorry. Um, an ancient ancient owl. He's a yeah. uh, whatever the owl. I guess the. Whatever the uh, um, pterodactyl version of an owl is. No, I have no idea what that would be. Yeah, me um, I'm sure there is one. I'm just saying that on my free hit, there's a world in which I bring in as a against. Oh, OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's I think that's totally fair, especially if it's a one week punt against Everton. Yeah, absolutely do it. Um, I just think just long term, like just as a general run of the mill transfer, it's kind of hard to justify him. Yeah, at least it has been this season until now. Especially if it's as you say, it's like maybe Eze is at the same price point as like Mitoma or Sally March. It's like you need to have the Brighton player; they're just a better team. Um, you know who's this is someone we all had early on, but you know who um, who is someone I've had missing in my team. Hmm. There's been I feel like there's ever since he left, there's been a spot. There's just kind of been a gaping hole in the forward line. That's Gabriel Jesus. Ah. He would have slotted in and just stayed the entire season had he not been hurt. Oh, man. You're so right. Oh, I tell you, who? do you know who brought him in this week ahead of him scoring two goals? Evan Tim Hare. Griffith. No. Oh, Evan Hare. All right. Yeah. That's what I like to see. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I think people will probably start thinking about it. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the game, so I don't have like a. a it seems like of, he's getting plenty of minutes and getting plenty of. He's kind of back to his uh, normal stuff, I guess. Um, how how yeah. was he nine points nine uh, million pounds at the something like that? Yeah, he was like around that. nine. Yeah, he wasn't double digits. I know that. Do you know what he is now? I wonder. No, I don't. He's probably around the same. He's probably like might be a little cheaper, but I bet no, I bet he's around nine. I would have guessed he went down a little bit. Um, well, he probably so went long. up. He probably went up at the beginning of the season and then went down. 
Uh, he's 8.1. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know what that means, what he was originally, but um, wow. That's, that's kind of affordable. Oh, that's very affordable. Maybe I bring him in instead of uh, Joao Felix. Joao Felix. <laughs> that is the best movie you could possibly make. <laughs> I don't think I have enough funds for it, but it would be incredible. Uh, wow, we've got a big old blank game week coming up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no oh, city geez. this week. I didn't think about that. I did not plan it. I did not plan ahead for that. Um, the one other player that this is not, I don't know exactly why, but I really like watching Manuel Akanji play for Manchester city, the defender. Um, and he's, he plays quite often. And so in that sense, I probably could bring him in. Um, but I don't trust Manchester city assets anymore. And so I won't bring him in, but um, he's a player that I like to watch and I would like to have him in my team. And with that, another player is who I've had in my team and has disappointed me. So I got rid of him is Nathan Ake. And that's yeah. just because I don't know why, but the, the Nathan Ake arc is fascinating to me where it's like Bournemouth. And then you go, <laughs> you go to Manchester city and you basically like hibernate in this pep cocoon for two years. And then you emerge as a starting Manchester City player. It's like wild. It is weird. And that's not the first time it's happened. It's so strange that Pep does that. I think it's going to happen to Calvin Phillips too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For it's sure. like you go into that cocoon. Everyone assumes you're just a terrible player and Pep doesn't trust you. You didn't make it. But it, it turns out you just needed to cook and then you come out and you're... Cook in that cocoon, you're a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> a beautiful exactly. bald butterfly. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> That's funny. Um, hmm. I mean, I feel like there's probably some... Oh, actually, you know... This is kind of recency bias because Liverpool just played and Cody Cody Gakpo just mm. scored a couple goals and an assist or something. Uh, he's a good player. I would love to be able to bring him in. But yeah. they're just a mess. Don't know who's going to play. Don't know who's going to start, really. I don't know. It's just kind of – they played well today. Um, but I don't know. They've just been a hot mess all season. But he's one that I would love in the future. One, yeah. one for the future, that's for sure. And maybe in the same vein, another one for me, very similar to him, is um, Alexander Izak. Oh yes, I yeah. like watching. I like watching him play a lot. He's yes. got such long legs. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about forwards, someone that this kind of goes back to Spicer's original question, someone that's like not quite good enough. I would love to have um, in another season. Maybe it would have worked out, but Brennan Johnson, I feel oh, like yeah. From possibly could have, could have been like a cheap forward. Could have been like the Timu Puki of of yesteryear. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? He could yeah. have been like the cheap forward. You have your two two starting forwards that are great, and then you have your like your third one that's just like you're cheap from the relegated or from the promoted team. Like yeah. he could have been good. And even from the same team, you could put like Morgan Gibbs White in the same yeah. category too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, attacking, creative player can score goals and assists, but just you know, Forrester, 
forester forest and they've had a kind of a weird season. Yeah. Um, I expect they're going down. I hope so. I mean, it, it seems to me pretty certain that it's going to be forest and Southampton and then whatever, whoever loses the scrap. It's between Leicester, Everton and Leeds. I think. Yeah. I cannot, I can't believe Leicester are in it. They're like, I know fully in it and it they're, happened quick. They're I so they were, bad. Which is I weird because they're they're the team with we, the best assets, I think. Yeah, out of those three, yeah, oh yeah, they're way better on paper than Everton and um, Leeds. Um, but we play them, and that's going to be probably one of the deciding games. Wow, when do you do you know when that is? I'm no. looking ahead. Let's see. We've got you've got Newcastle. I think it's like in three games, three, four. Oh, games. yeah, yeah. Game week 34. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'll be a good one. When is the Arsenal City game? Oh, that's not this coming week, but the next week. Everyone, mark your calendars. That's a Wednesday game. <sighs> Arsenal Wednesday, City. April 26th. I can't believe they play that on a Wednesday. It's so annoying. Yes, three o'clock on a Wednesday. Oh, that's going to be such a good game. Yeah. I think City would probably win it. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it. I, I know. I, I think they win it, but I still think Arsenal could still win the league even though City beat them in that game. Really? I, think I, it's hit, possible. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe if City lose a bunch of other games or at least one other game. But I yeah, don't see I think they. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. City, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. It's gonna I, be, this is, this is going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun title race, especially so with Gabriel Jesus back in the mix. Like that yes. is kind of. I didn't expect that to happen before the end of the season. Um, so that kind of changes things a little bit. I think. Gosh, that's crazy. Jesus versus Holland. Oh my gosh, dude. We're so lucky to have Holland in this league. I'm I, honestly, I'm feeling lucky that Arsenal have done as well as they have, just because it makes it way more fun. When when City walks the league, it's just like, really, do we have to do this again? Yeah. Honestly, I hope that they get punished for all of the hundred things that they did. That and would they, make that would make things so interesting. It would be so much more fun. So much more fun. Could you imagine um, City getting relegated? I mean, they won't get relegated, but... Um, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. I don't, they won't do that. They won't do that. Remember FFP last time, and then City's lawyers just basically said, no, you're not going to punish us, and then they were like, okay. I don't know. I would love to I see think I think they will get punished to some degree. Do you think it'll but be I don't a think, I think relegation is very strong. I think relegation... I think we are we are under investigation. I don't think we'll get automatically relegated. Right, but I can't imagine your offenses are worse than Manchester City's. <laughs> yeah, fair. But they have better they they have better lawyers than we do, though. Not that your intent was less than Manchester City. You just have less to. No, work I with. think no. I think our intent was just we're stupid. <laughs> I think their intent was we're gonna do everything we can. Yeah. To like they they were very much more aware of what they were doing, whereas we were just like, just to do something. <laughs> like I don't know. Record keeping? What is record keeping? 
Oh my gosh, dude. What a nightmare. Wow. Uh, okay, well, is there, any, is there I, anything else? I think that's it. That's all I've got. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Wow. Well, listen. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>